Welcome in, Murray State Basketball Podcast, and I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Murray State, led by Steve Frome as their head coach, playing in a tournament, going to find a way to get their heart broken at the buzzer. Literally, thanks to my former tag team partner, Adam Welsh, for bringing this up. And it's amazing. I mean, literally in the last eight games that Steve has been the head coach at Murray State three times in a tournament, his team has gotten busted at the buzzer. 2015 OVC Championship, Belmont does it. Three games later in the NIT quarterfinals, Old Dominion throws in the 40-footer at the horn, and then here we go, UMass. Noah Fernandes with the three-pointer with seven-tenths of a second left ends Murray State's hopes of getting to Sunday's championship. 71-69 was the final. All right, we will we'll start at the end. We'll work backwards. For the most part, on the final play, first of all, Jacoby Wood, just two stones free throws, to give Murray the 69-68 lead with seven seconds to go. And then I thought for the most part, Murray did a pretty good job defending on the final play. They made Fernandes catch the ball 80 feet from the basket, made him catch the ball going away from the basket, and then it's just Rob Perry. They made him turn once, In a perfect world, certainly you hope to make him turn a second time, maybe back toward the middle of the floor. But you've got Quincy Anderson and Rob Perry riding him up the sideline. And of course, they don't want to foul because Lord knows the whistle all day was just a question mark. I thought they did a really good job. I mean, Quincy rode him up the sideline and then let him go. And then Perry, who was trailing the play, he's the one that contested. And Fernandes just, I mean, it's a tip-your-hat shot. Uh, It's just a gutting loss from Murray State's perspective, quite obviously. But the last play, you know, you did about all you could do. Other than, can you make him give the ball up, maybe turn him one time? All intents and purposes, I I think uh, you take it. If dude's going to make the shot, he's going to make the shot. And he did, and that's that. Now, start rolling back. Racers up 10 with six and a half minutes to go. Just couldn't hold it. Just couldn't hold it. 60, let's see, on my notes here. Um, It was 60, it was 61.51 with about six and a half minutes left. And the Racers... You know, three of 10 down the stretch, two turnovers. Just couldn't get over the finish line. And you have to wonder, you know, ultimately how much fatigue played played a role in it. We saw, as I said earlier, you know, we saw the eighth and ninth guys. We saw Sam Murray get in for three minutes. We saw Justin Morgan get in for five. But if you're going to play your seven, well, really tonight, only played six Quincy Anderson four fouls in eight minutes didn't attempt a field goal I mean he just he was he was a non-factor out for huge stretches of the game DJ Burns got four 
Kenny White fouls out. Jamari Smith had four. I mean, honestly, it was it was jarring to see Jamari pick up his third in the first half. Quincy to pick up his third in the first half. That is not the way Steve Prohm historically goes about it. You get two, you're generally done for the half. But I think we've started to see now that there are true depth concerns with this team. That which which from the outside is almost surprising because I, you know, even three weeks ago, you'd be at practice, you'd be sitting there watching it, and you're like, man, I could make an argument for every one of these guys to see playing time. And now we're essentially at seven. And with opportunities for other guys to get some more minutes, Steve just did not feel comfortable getting those guys in the game, quite obviously. So ultimately, you just roll it out there with six. And I just, I I, I don't think that it's a, from the reasons and excuses department, I think it's a pretty valid reason that things may have gotten away in the last five or six minutes. The dudes are just out of gas. You know, Rob Perry went 39 tonight. Jacoby Wood, 35. On a night that they played a game 22 hours earlier. Kenny White, who played 40 last night, today, you know, he only played 25 because of the foul trouble. I just think that's, that is the pressing matter right now, is just depth. Is just depth. What guys can earn the trust of Steve moving forward to be able to, to get into that eighth and ninth spot? We've seen Justin Morgan play. We've seen, seen Sam Murray play a little bit today. Very little bit. And like I talked about earlier in the week, these freshmen, what can you do? What's the one thing you can do well that you can that you can earn some trust from the coaching staff. With Justin, make threes. Came in, knocked down a three in the corner. Sam Murray, thought it was a block. Apparently they didn't give it to him, but you know, changes, changes a, a shot at the rim. That's what he can bring to the table. But that rotation moving forward, because you're going to have foul trouble. And you can't get into that situation where you're just stressing the infrastructure of your team so much because it's like, man, we're rolling out with seven. And, you know, this turns into a darn near a Hoosier situation where, you know, my team's on the floor. 71-69. We talked in the... uh, We talked a lot yesterday about Murray State allowing 20 offensive rebounds. Uh, to Texas A&M and how that was going. That was just not a sustainable uh, path to victory. Today, 17, which they were allowed, they allowed 13 in the first half. So only four in the second half. Several of them came on one big possession where I think it was about an eight-point game and, and UMass ends up getting two offensive rebounds and ends up hitting a three, which was like, I mean, you're just so close to being able to push that thing back to doubled figures and then right back, it's five. You know, they're right back uh, into the game. This one is going to, this one, it's probably for the best they don't play tomorrow because this is going to be one that's going to have Steve and a a lot of guys in that that locker room staring at the ceiling tonight. They held UMass to 32% from the floor. 
32%. I mean, you hold a team to 32%, 63% from the free throw line. You feel like, you feel like, you only turn the ball over 11 times, you feel like you should win the basketball game. Murray shot 46%. Boy, they just could not find the, could not find the distance today. 5 of 24 from 3. You know, you shoot, you go 21 of 33. I mean, basically 66% from 2, but 21% from 3. And a lot of those 3s. You go back and look at those 16 misses. Just how many of them were just not good. Not good. You know, some early, just some early fires. Again, you know, Rob Perry, 1 of 8. Think just gets a little frustrated and then gets into gets into tries to get into the flow a little bit. Other guys are knocking down shots and he's like, all right, the, you know the rim's the rim is open. I'm going, you know. And then and then he misses. Kenny White sits for an eternity in the second half with four fouls. Comes back in three seconds. I'm firing. Jamari Smith did the same thing. You know, not getting into any flow of the game. It's just I've been sitting for a while. I feel like I need to shoot. And they're not awful shots. But it's like, that's not the best shot you can get, you know, in that scenario. Again, you look at the vacuum of, you know, Jamari picks up his third foul. 8.06 left in the first half. So, I mean, he sits all that time in the third. And then, let's see, Quincy gets his fourth with seven minutes left to go in the game. Uh, Kenny picked up his fourth with 16.25 to go in the game. Jamari got his fourth with nine minutes left. You remember on that bad charge? And it wasn't the foul that was a problem. It was just, you've got three fouls. And he's trying to make something happen going to the basket. And it's like, you know, <laughs> these refs have called so many fouls. You know, he tried to instigate contact. And he drew a foul. And, you know, he gets called for the charge with nine minutes to go. You know you got to go to the bench. It's like those are just the, ultimately, it's inexperience at this level. And it is, it, is, it is stuff that will get worked out through time. But unfortunately today, it kind of perfect stormed on them. And it just got away from you feel like you're good to go up 10 with six and a half minutes to go. And then the world kind of caves in, which we saw yesterday. They got right back up off the mat and came through today, you know, I'd say they were unable to do it, but they got down and then they get some stops for some turnovers. You, Jacoby Wood goes to the line, 11 of 12 from the line today, 23 points yesterday, 24 more today, five rebounds, four assists, 35 minutes, just two turnovers and just two stones free throws. To put Murray back up with seven seconds left. Everything that's gone wrong, you're still up with seven seconds. And you just need the one more stop. And they just... You tip your hat. You tip your hat. Just quickly scanning through here. um, You know, looking through my notes again. uh, Jamari Smith, 14.6 rebounds. Again, rebounding, it was, you know... Too many offensive rebounds again, but Rob Perry with five, Kenny White with seven, Jacoby Wood five, Smith with six, Burns with five, Moore with three. I mean, you saw a lot guys are going 
everybody was crashing. <laughs> but it's just, it's it's you have to crash, but then there also has to be uh, more more success of keeping them uh, keeping them off the, off the glass. I thought Kenny White just a disappointing game for him from the standpoint that he was not able to stay on the floor. Uh, the technical foul he got early, um, I think that you know that ends up being tacked onto your onto your personal count, and that that kept him out of the game as much as you would have hoped, and only playing twenty five minutes. The thing that I was happy to see out of Kenny, and we you know, my good friend Kenny Roth likes to call them competition rebounds. His engine was going again today, you know, to get seven rebounds in twenty five minutes. You know, he only took five shots, but he was guarding, moving his feet, and just going up in crowds and coming out. Those weren't those weren't the easy rebounds where the ball just falls into your lap. He was going up in traffic and going and getting them. And if that's, again, the Kenny we can get, that's going to be a positive uh, for this team moving forward. Officiating, obviously the easy thing to point to. My problem with the officiating today was that it was a complete 180 from what we saw yesterday. There were points watching the Texas A&M game where it was, I mean, it was all but a fist fight. You know, it's, it's, it's the uh, proverbial rugby scrum. I mean, it was just a physical fight for much of the game. And then we get into today, and it was, it was like a ballet class. I mean, you couldn't look sideways at someone without there being... The whistle called. I mean, and there was that one stretch in the first half, which is where Kenny ends up getting his technical foul. I mean, it was like Murray had three fouls called on them and no time went off the clock. It was just boop, boop, boop. I mean, it, it was incredible. And then we sort of swing around to the second half where there's bodies hitting the floor and they're just letting them play. And then we swung back again late and it's, and suddenly it's a super tight whistle again. That's just, I don't care. I think as a coach, as a player, as a fan, I don't care what the whistle's going to be. I just need the same whistle the whole game. To come out and call it tight early and then loosen up and then tighten up late, that's not fair to anybody. But with all that said, Murray did not handle that well early. I don't know that they handled it well late. A lot of chirping. Borderline whining at points. And I think that's the one thing that Steve Prohm has talked about in terms of leadership, and he's searching for that leader. This is where somebody has to be able to step up for this team, within the team, and look at the other guys on the floor with them and be like, shut your mouth and let's play. We can't get all wrapped up in what's going on. You're not happy. None of us are happy with these fouls being called. We got to get a stop and we got to go to the other end. And I just felt like there was there was some emotional flailing going on that was that was sort of problematic you know in the second half really in the first half but then but then down the stretch when the guys are really dealing you know they are fatigued and you know that fatigue makes cowards of us all and that was the situation where it was not as much obviously cowardice but it was a situation where you know they were they were tired and I guess that I guess it is the best way I can put it emotional flailing and it just felt like the moment got away from them a little bit there uh, down the stretch. With all that said, got a chance to get two out of three. 
It's Sunday. It'll be 9.30 a.m., which will be a challenge unto itself where they will take on, they will play in the third place game against the loser of Charlotte and Tulsa, who will be coming up a little bit later on. Amazingly, all four favorites in this tournament got upset in the opening round. So Murray State, UMass, Charlotte, and Tulsa all into the into the consolation bracket. We saw Texas A&M get absolutely blasted today by Colorado. And then Boise State and Loyola also in the consolation bracket uh, yet to play. So uh, not the tournament anybody expected in terms of who was advancing. But for Murray, still an opportunity to walk out of here with a win, feel good about yourself. You took two of three and head back home to get ready for Chattanooga. Uh, but this is going to be this one's going to be tough to uh, tough to get over. But they they're going to have to uh, quite obviously. But they've got a little bit of time. But again, Sunday morning at nine thirty, uh, they will wrap up their time in Myrtle Beach with Charlotte and Tulsa. All right, we'll be back tomorrow uh, with more on this game, and then get you ready for that uh, third place game coming up on Sunday uh, with a guest to be announced at a later time. I know you are all uh, hanging on pins and needles. All right, that's all for the uh, ride home edition uh, of the Murray State Basketball Podcast. Thanks for listening, as always. We'll talk to you soon.